2: I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate.
3: I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. Carolina. Yeah, honey, I'm going to let you kick this one off because you brought this topic to me. And I think it's like for any of our hermanas that are listening right now, if you have daughters, if you have primas, if you have dias, anyone that might need to hear this message, I think this is such a good topic. And I don't think we've ever spoken about it before. I
2: don't think so either, but it's something that's super, I don't want to say normal in land communities, but when I was growing up, it was normal. And it's grown men dating teenage girls.
3: Or perhaps normalized, right? Like, because this is not new in our culture where it's like, you know, you got the old man who has the younger, you know, little side piece or the younger girlfriend. So no, definitely. This is something I feel like all of us have seen throughout our lives. Like
2: my grandfather was 20 years older than my grandma. Now that I think about it, I'm like, why abuelo died when I was so young? And then abuela lived till last year. But it just turns out Abuelo was a much older man that married a teenager.
3: Oh, wow. See, okay. So now this is the thing. I will say this. Like, clearly we're living in a different time, right? Because.
2: Clearly.
3: um, Yeah. Like your grandfather with your grandmother, a 20 year difference. Like now people would question it, especially if they got married very young, which I'm assuming, I don't know. Do you know how old they were when they got married? I think she was like
2: 13 years old. So wow. this so this means he was probably like a 33-year-old man. Granted, it was a Campo in Dominican Republic. And, Ex- you know, yes, they were trying to marry off these girls young. You know, like, we got to get these girls husbands. But here's why I bring this up, Carolina. And I was like, I want to talk about this with Carolina. The other day, one of my friends from high school hit me up. And she was like, you know who died? And I was like, who died? She's like, girl, COVID don't took your prom date. I'm like, how old was he? Hmm? Girl, when she gave me his age, he was six years older than me. I'm like, wait, hold on. I was 17 when I went to prom. This mean this man was 23 years old? Wow. And I got to thinking, Carolina, about a lot of different things, a lot of different things.
1: Oh
3: my gosh. No, there's so much here to unpack. Okay. First of all, why is your 23 year old ass hanging out at the school? (laughs) Like what is going on? No, I'm sure you met him in the neighborhood or something. You know, you can tell us how you guys met, but that in itself to me, a 23 year old maturity wise is encountering and experiencing such different things in their life. Like why would they want to go back to high school at that point? This
2: man had three kids. Now that I think about it, I'm like, wow. And I was like a kid. I was 16, going on 17 when I graduated from high school. But he came to me via one of my schoolmates who said, Oh my God, do you have a prom date? And I was like, Not yet. And he said, Well, my uncle wants to come to prom with me. And I was like, Well, who's your uncle? He's like, Okay, I'm going to introduce you to my uncle. Long story short, the uncle was like an ex drug dealer that was hiding out in Long Island because I graduated from high school in Long Island. Uh-huh. And girl, and he was like, Yeah, my uncle will go. He'll get the tickets, he'll go. And now I think about it, this man was a predator. I'm sorry to say it, he was a predator and he
3: was just looking for teenage girls and I was his victim. Wow, Well, but you know what though? I call the um, nephew, you know, to- this discussion because he's basically like going out there and recruiting people for his predator uncle you're like
2: nephew come to the front of the congregation we want to speak to you first
3: exactly exactly no so there's like okay so basically you met this guy like you had never met him around never like nothing Mm -hmm. so this was basically just a setup for you
2: yeah this was like a man with a car granted carolina i at 17 was like oh my god i'm gonna go to prom with
3: an adult yeah. Oh, my God. This is a man. This man had a
2: full-blown goatee and three kids, Carolina.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, But normally, you know what? And I think back to my prom. Prom is expensive. It is. My mom and dad, everything, they held it over my head. See, si no limpia tu cuarto, no vas a ir a prom. No te vamos a dar dinero para el limo. No te vamos a dar para el vestido. You know what I mean? So it's like that That whole thing can be so expensive. And here you have a whole grown-ass man at 23. Of course he could buy the tickets. He had a, a job. Like, he couldn't. Girl, he sold
2: drugs. Forget about a job. I had a job. Um, I worked at a record store and I saved all my little bit of money. I bought a dress. I did my hair and everything. But I don't know, Carolina, it just got me like so in my feelings. And I kind of blame myself because I detached from my family at a very young age. By 15, it was me and my older sister, Orphe. My father had passed away. And my mom decided she wanted to go live in Dominican Republic. And like a lot of Latino children, I rebelled. I was like, I'm not going to Dominican Republic. I, do, I don't belong there. I wasn't born there. I have my friends in high school. Yeah,
3: my life is here. Yeah.
2: And I decided my sister was 20 or 21. And I said, no, I'm going to stay with her. And that in itself made me a target for this man. He realized, OK, she's 70, she's a teenager and her sister's 20. I'm going to get in here and I'm going to do what I got to do here.
3: Well, don't they always, though, like don't they look for the people who come from like very vulnerable uh, households or broken households? Not saying that yours was broken, but clearly. Mine was you're, you're... broken,
2: girl. Trust well... me.
3: You know, I'm just saying like your mother, the person who's supposed to be raising you decides to move to another country, but you do have an adult looking out for you, but your sister's 20 something at the time and looking out for her own life. So girl, that's a kid. Cause when I deal with 20 something year olds now, I'm like, you're a child. My sister was a child. I have to agree with you. But also like he at 23 knew what he was doing by going after a 16, 17 year old. You know, at that point, what, you're doing as an adult man. You know that you're going to be taking this young lady out, you know, so you need to act right. Now, did he act right is my question or did he get you on the hook? No, he was okay. He was okay because
2: we all went to like the Palladium after, so it's kind of like a group of people, but then he did stay in my life, Carolina, for a while and it was like, "I'll pick you up. Oh, let's go to the mall." And I can tell you different instances like I'll just I'll give you one instance. I remember because we all used to hang out, like everybody dated everybody. Mm-hmm. The the nephew dated my friend, my cousin, my cousin's friend dated the brother. I remember one time we used to ride around the neighborhood. This is Long Island. So, you know, Long Island, there's nothing to do but drive around.
3: Right. Basically. I mean, I live here now. Yeah. <laughs> all I do is spend time in my car. This was this was in
2: Suffolk County, in Brentwood. Oh. And we, we were young. There was nothing to do. Brentwood, if you know about Brentwood, it's a heavily Latino populated, Black and Latino. Mm -hmm. And we, a lot of crime, a lot of F shit goes down in Brentwood and we would just drive around. And I remember, I'll give you one instance. We were driving around and he's like, oh my God, I'm getting pulled over. I'm getting pulled over. And I'm like, okay, so what's up? Oh my God, I have a gun. Can you put it in your fleece? Because Carolina, yes. Can you put it in your fleece? Because they don't, they got to get a girl cop to search a girl. Can you just hold it? Please, please come on. You got to hold it. And Carolina, Oh, geez, honey. No. Wow. And, and I did it, Carolina. And I'm thinking back. I'm like, this motherfucker would have sent me to jail. Oh, absolutely. And, Without a doubt. And he's 23 at this point, probably 24, 25. And I'm like 17, 18. And he's like, just hold it. Just hold it. And I did it, Carolina. I knew no better at 17 years old. I was like, oh, my God, I got to do it. He's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail. And now I think back and I'm like, wow, really? This person manipulated me mm. in that instance of fear. Yeah. Put my life at risk. And I would have went to jail in Suffolk County with no parents. Girl, my life could have been a whole different life as it is now. If God wasn't with me. Diosito, Diosito me protegió ese día. Yeah. And yo like, te
3: bendiga. I mean, seriously. And that truly is a blessing because, uh, first of all, the fact that he would even ask you to do something like that he's preying on your naivete see he knows the system right so this is a guy who's been through it and for him to have put you out there like that like see but that's the thing hindsight is 2020 at the time you're young you're impressionable you don't want to upset this person you literally have a cop behind you so i don't think the blame is on you i think that is just such terrible like what a terrible judgment on his part you know what i mean like if you're gonna walk around with a gun then be the owner of that gun girl it but was either me or home. him it was yeah. either
2: me or him and he
3: said they gotta get
2: a girl cop to search you so or, but they're gonna search me right now so you hold it and i remember the fleece till this day it was like a great oh. piece and it was huge and it had a front pocket like a kangaroo pouch and i put it in there
3: oh my gosh, honey, my, I literally just got chills up and down my arms. Like, and as a mother, as I'm listening to this thinking, like if that were my daughter and the number of times that we've been put in these positions where we didn't have the best judgment because we had these older men who were steering us in one direction or another. So my experience with dating an older guy, it wasn't that big of a difference, but the difference was big enough to where he He taught me all the wrong things. Oh, that part.
0: As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most, Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. About six million.
4: Approximately eleven million dollars.
5: Nearly ten million dollars was all gone.
1: Employing
4: whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry.
1: She would probably have sex with one of her clients.
3: Hide your money in your old rich man (laughs) because she is on the prowl.
4: Listen to Queen of the Con Season Five: The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Yeah, I was 14 years old. Oh, wow, you were young, young. A baby, honey, a baby. I was 14 years old and entering into high school. He was a senior, but he went to the public school. So now where I grew up, I went to the private school. He went to the public school. It wasn't half and half. I would say the majority of the students who went there were black. And so, you know, people looked at it as like the rough high school, like in our town, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. So here I am dating the bad boy.
2: Of course. So because that's what we do when we're teenagers, we make bad decisions and we pick the
3: wrong guys. Right. But then, you know, I remember back, and much like what you said, I came from a very strict household where my parents, Latino Catholic parents, they were like, no, I could not have a boyfriend. I was not allowed to have a boyfriend. I wasn't even allowed to start wearing makeup until I was a freshman. And it was minimal, minimal makeup, right?
2: A little bit of gloss. That's it. A
3: little bit of lip gloss, a little bit of cheek color, not even mascara. Like that was it. I remember going to the clinic counter because my mom didn't want us out there, right? But little, little did she know that this secret, boyfriend that I had was exposing me to all of this stuff. Like, for example, the first time I ever tried alcohol was with this guy, you know? And it's like, I think back on it. I'm like, I was 14 years old and this guy was 17 and he did turn 18 within that year. So basically it was like a four year difference. And And a 14 year old
2: girl is a baby. That's
3: what I'm saying. But now there's the other side of the coin, right, honey? Because there are people that say love knows no limit. Love knows no age. But I have to believe that a man who is 20, 15 years older than their romantic partner or their love interest, how are you vibing with this person? Like, what are you finding that is bringing you together? Like, what's commonplace? Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you have in common with this person other than the physical, the attraction?
2: I just, me personally, like, I just... Think it's a more of a control thing. The younger the woman yes. or the younger the girl, yes. the less experienced she is, the easier she is to manipulate, control, and and just bring down that
3: path of life that you chose. She doesn't have a path. She doesn't have she doesn't a even vision. know what's what. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know, right? Unless that's a somebody- fact. Exposes you to it or teaches you the way. So there were all of these things that this guy was teaching you how to sneak around behind my parents' back, what to do, when to meet him. You know, like all of these things that I had no clue what I was doing. So it's basically grooming somebody.
2: Oh my, that word, right? It's problematic. It's just like, okay, here she. I'm gonna groom her to do all the things I do. I like to drink. Have you ever tasted alcohol? I like to smoke. You want to smoke weed? And when you're so young and You kind of like feel cool. You don't want to upset this person that's in your life. So you tend to go with the problematic behavior.
3: Well, I think the hormones have a lot to do with it too, because, you know, that's where I failed big time. I know my (laughs) judgment. I've never been, I told you when I was in high school, I was never a drinker. I was always focused on my studies. I did not smoke weed. I was not that girl, right? But like he gave me my first taste of alcohol because my parents allowed us to go to homecoming. You know, my parents were, and they were stuck. They did not know what to do. They were like, okay, if we forbid her from being with him, then she's going to want to see him more. So they were actually trying to be more progressive in that. And I have to give them like all the credit for that. Cause I don't know if I would be able to do it. And they allowed me to go to homecoming. And I remember thinking to myself, I have to like do right. I have to do this the right way or else like they're never going to let me see him again. So put yourself in that mindset. And then this guy comes up and says, come on, let's just try it. Like you've never had alcohol before. So that's. That was like a memory for me, like not as traumatic as your gun story, because that literally would shake me to my core. But like, I just remember thinking to myself, I know it's wrong, but I love him and he loves me and we're going to be together forever. And I'm just going to try it because he wants me to have fun. And that's how impressionable I was at that age where I allowed him to influence me into doing something that I totally knew was not okay.
2: Teenagers are literally children. Like at that moment, I couldn't see it. But now that I have young people in my life, like I have nieces and nephews that are 20. I'm like, these are kids like honestly, their mind is not even formed yet.
3: No, and you know what? Your impulse control too. That's why I said the hormones have a lot to do with it. You know, I think I read somewhere that like your brain at least for young men, the brain isn't fully developed. Like they don't have that like that gray matter, that front cortex. And by that. the way, I am not a doctor so don't quote me. I am par- paraphrasing and trying to remember every phrase that I've ever heard about this, but they basically say that like uh, a young male their impulse control really doesn't settle in until they're almost in their twenties. So they're making decisions. They're doing things without knowing, you know, because that's just the nature of being a human being. But what I'm talking about now, it's like, you know, you see, and I'm just going to reference it, honey. I don't know if you watch Vanderpump rules. No, I don't. (laughs) Okay. So in this show it's on Bravo, there's a young lady, her name is Lala lala a couple of seasons ago ended up hooking up with this married guy who was like the guy who 50 cent was threatening you know who i'm talking about oh, I,
2: I remember the drama with, with lala Fafti. Kent. <laughs> yes i remember? remember with so, giving my money i remember exactly. that i know who the people are
3: so the reason why i'm referencing them is like here you have a man in his late 40s i believe at the time courting and wooing and cheating on his ex-wife with this 20 plus year old girl to me there is no reason why aren't you trying to rub up on some 30 year old because they know better because a 30 year old has the life experience and has the 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 mental capacity to understand what the consequences are i think a young lady in her 20s does like i mean basically it's up to each individual but i will say i think he went after this girl because number one she's smoking hot She's well, gonna- that, that's always
2: a factor when older men choose younger women.
3: Right. The physical, right? Mm-hmm. Like her body is ridiculous off the charts. Like she is just, she is a package. Perfect 10. But when do you step back and think to yourself, like, what is this person really looking at me for? Like, what, what, is, what are they gaining? And what am I gaining out of this relationship? Truthfully, the only thing that I gained out of my relationship when I was younger was heartbreak. Period. Period. No. And then, you know what, at 14 and I always look back and I think to myself, you know what, there's nothing that I can change about my childhood. There's nothing that I can change about that experience. But I was with this guy for three years. So he was in college. I basically gave up my high school years for this person who mind effed me psychologically was mentally verbally emotionally abusive like all of those it was so it wasn't so it wasn't
2: just being exposed to alcohol at an early age this went on it was a cycle
3: oh, it was a total cycle. Like he would talk to me about my appearance. Like that's really honestly why I have some of the hangups that I do today, because he would say certain things to me when he was angry at me or when he wanted to manipulate me or, you know, when he was cheating on me without, like he went to a college and I was still back at school. And, you know, he would say things to me like, you know, nobody's going to want you after me. Like, look at you, like you gained weight, like all of these just like nasty, terrible things where I think, and look, that could happen with the same age too. Don't get me wrong. I think it's based oh, course, on yeah. the person. But I do think that I didn't have the, the strength or, you know, the, I, I guess I didn't want to speak up because my parents were going to tell me that they told me so. You know what I mean? Like that they had always said, there's nothing good that's going to come out of this. This person is not good for you. They didn't like him at all, period, point blank. Like they did not like this guy. But I think oh. it was more of a point of me trying to prove them wrong.
2: Yeah, because, you know, La Familia de Uno, they can see through people. I feel like the first day they can see through people immediately. Oh,
3: my mom has laser focus. I mean, my mom can my mom will sniff you out like that.
2: And that's one of the the biggest red flags that someone is trying to either use a young person or manipulate them if they try to stay away from the family, because. Especially Familia Latina, we're so in tune with like, yo sé lo que quiere ese muchacho, yo sé Mm -hmm. lo que esa muchacha está buscando, esa Mm -hmm. muchacha no me gusta. So your parents were probably on to him, but you know, when you're a teenager, you're just rebellious, you don't want to be told what to do, you think you're grown, because I thought I was fully grown. By like the age of 12, I thought I was a woman. My poor mom, she went through it. My poor sister, then when she left me with my sister, my poor sister went through it. Like, And I thank her. My sister hated him. She did not want me with him. She she wouldn't even allow him to come by our place. We shared an apartment. He would never went in my apartment. My sister would not allow him in. She was also very intuitive. And she's like, this guy is a creep.
0: Mm-hmm. This,
2: I could be dating this guy. This guy is a dad. This guy is like hiding in Long Island because things went sour in the Bronx. Like, and- I should apologize to her now The yo, I'm sorry. I gave you such a headache with this creep.
3: <laughs> no, but you know what? Speaking of creeps, this is what's so wild. Okay. So you sent me this article. Cause you were like, we're going to talk about this this week where, um, it was, I think it was Tyga Tyga started dating Kylie Jenner when she was like 16 years old and he was 24 talk which, about grooming. That's what I'm saying. A 24 year old, you're eight years older. Then this little girl at 16 years old. And now, okay, fine. They're celebrities. They move in a different circle. Whatever things you want to use to justify it, I-, I don't think that a 24-year-old That's a has big... any business with what? a 16-year-old. Girl, she was actually
2: 14 years old when I think he met her at one of her sister's birthday parties. So, so then he... you know that they were
3: chatting back and forth. I mean, come on. Hmm?
2: 14. Yeah. And you know what? Even your um this guy of Jerry
3: Santo in the same book. That's what no, that's mm-hmm. what blew me away. This story blew me away because I remember, I remember Shoshana Lonstein, who okay, so if you guys don't remember, which I don't know how this flew under the radar, honey. Because it was so acceptable in the nineties, in the early nineties, a older guy, young girl,
2: I think, I'm assuming.
5: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I guess, and you know what, this is at the height of Jerry Seinfeld's career. So wait, okay, so here we go, Primas, listen to this. Jerry Seinfeld was 39 years old. Un viejo. He started dating. Un viejo. I look at myself, I'm 44 right now. You know, it's like he's basically my age at this time when he started dating a 17 year old. Th- that to me blew me away. I could not even understand. First of all, I think that like the story was that they ran into each other at the gym you're 39 years old and a 17 year old comes up to you the first thing you need to do is ask her to go find her parents why is she talking to you
2: (laughs) dead ass carolina right
3: or ask for a manager and be like i would like everybody to witness this encounter with this young lady you got your Uh, id exactly exactly right like did that not
2: blow you away like she was still in school at the time when he met her oh my god
3: it's so but he married her eventually it did he I believe he, did they get married? I don't know, but even so, okay, fine. So did, did they get married? How old was she then? 20? <laughs> that That's so nuts to me. Like that um, he would even pursue something like that. And he's still
2: around. He's not canceled, I guess. Because I, I guess with Kylie and with Shoshana, maybe their families were with it. So it's just like the public gave them a pass maybe because the family, gave the situation a pass, but Tyga, he got dragged for that situation. Trust me.
3: Okay, wait, I just looked it up and it said they dated. So I guess Jerry Seinfeld and his girlfriend dated for four years before breaking up in 1997. He was Mm. 42, she was 21. Girlfriend couldn't even drink legally. The whole time? Yes. Wow. And then it said at the time, Lundstein was enrolled at UCLA while Seinfeld continued to also work in California. And supposedly, supposedly, oh my gosh, the tea is so hot. Seinfeld had proposed... But they realized that they were at different life stages. So he wanted to lock it down.
2: Now this. Now
3: you realize we're at a different life stage. You met me in high school. Bro, I'm sorry. Like, this is not even, uh, this is so not kosher. Like, for me, if that were to ever, if, if I had a daughter that was in her teens and somebody even above the age of 20, like, meaning if she was 17, she was 17 and there was a 20 year old that was interested. I can't fight that. Okay, if she's 17 and a 40 year old comes to holler at her, there is no freaking way I'm letting her out of the house.
2: And you know what's so scary, Carolina, that this 20 something year old is not going to come to your house. This 20 something year old is going to target her on social media, in chat rooms, on dating apps. It's just just so
3: always a way. It's
2: just so easy now for predators to, you know, groom these young girls family is super important for us to be you know just keep our eye open and see what these kids are doing especially it's, our young girls
3: Absolutely it's so problematic you know I think that if anything this conversation encourages us to talk to our children whatever age they are or talk to like I said your nieces your primas your you even like your sisters your aunts anybody who will will like have the discussion with you to really put it out there that these people are still out there and by the way we are not saying we don't know the backstory of Tyga and Jerry Seinfeld. We're just relaying what we're seeing on. We're, we're just talking about the age gap. We're just talking, right. the age we're gap. talking about the age gap. But these are big red flags that need to be discussed with like your girls who are coming up, you know. And by the way, let us not forget. You got these crazy ass teachers out here that are cougars on these young boys too. too. Girl, don't get me started on these yes why don't we flip it real quick
2: carolina because it, yeah
3: it is it happens to both because these cougars is out here being real freaky and nasty with these little kids did you hear about the lunch lady did you hear about that lunch lady that was grooming like a 14 year old
2: yo i saw that article and i was just blown away i'm like yo but
3: how but then what's happening here
2: like i don't want to blame parents but if your son is 13 and having a sexual relationship with a teacher How is this happening? Where is this
3: happening? Are you not aware of where your kid is? I'm sorry. Apparently this woman was like the lunch lady and then she would have conversations. And again, we are just referencing allegedly that this had happened in Connecticut. And she, I guess what the victim told one of their friends that he Mm -hmm. would be back. They were at a party. And -hmm. then the friends were like, yo, like, what's up with our friend? Yeah. Like, where are you going? Yeah. So I guess that she had been talking to him on social media and was like um, sending him nude Snapchats and that they were like, I guess, trying to meet up in different places. So that's why I say these big red flags are a part of the discussion. You do it before it becomes a problem, right? Like if my mom and dad would have had that dialogue with me, then I think I would have been more prepared. And maybe I would have seen that, like, we didn't really have that much in common, me and that first boyfriend that I had, right? Because we really didn't have a whole lot in common. And maybe if they would have spoken to me, and I'm not blaming my parents, but if we would have had um, a decent conversation instead of them forbidding me, you can't have a boyfriend, don't talk to boys, that's it, end of story. You know, I think that there needs to be more of a dialogue about this stuff with boys and girls to let them see, like, oh, wow, okay, my mom had mentioned this. Like, if a what 30 something year old lunch lady starts hitting me up on Snapchat. Like that is not normal for a 31 year old to be hitting up a 14 year old.
2: And that woman was like married and everything. Like you ruined your life. Lunch lady. For, <laughs> that is, that's <laughs> for being, the quote for being, for being a damn freak. Like what kind of sex can you receive from a 14 year old boy? I don't You've been being freaky and nasty probably since you're, 19 20 like
3: come on girl that goes to show you it's just a sickness it's it's obviously it's, it's an because even just you story. saying that is ick to me you know what i mean so is this something and i also do think that like not to point out that just i think that black and brown children uh-huh. in general are more subject to this type of predatory behavior because we have you know, single parent households, because we have two parents out working multiple jobs and they, we don't have the supervision that perhaps other people may have. And so that's the reason why these, these people try to look like in neighborhoods, like I said, for a broken home, for a kid that maybe needs attention for, you know, and, and that's where I feel like the parents are blamed, but it's like, we're all just out here trying to survive, but having these conversations is so imperative to make sure that our kids are protected.
2: And you know what's crazy, Carolina? A lot of male friends that I have, they always mentioned to me that their first sexual encounter was with a female that was either babysitting them or just older. Yeah. An older woman. Oh, I lost my virginity to a babysitter, or my cousin's friend was the first one to touch me sexually. So yeah, we started talking talking about, you know, females being targeted by older men, but your boys are in danger too not just online, but also in your home. So you got to be super aware and careful with these women that are out here, You know, just being predators
3: just as much as men are. Wait, but also I know we have to go, but there's so much more here that we can discuss. Remember oh when Prince Different Harry, episode. I know, right? We're just like going super long today, but Prince remember Harry? when Prince Harry revealed that he lost his virginity um, to that older woman? He had his book, his book came out. Oh my uh, God, yeah. And everybody was trying to figure out who, who did they pin it
2: on that she had to deny it? Oh, I forget. Oh, it was a oh, celebrity. Movie. Oh, my God. I'm going to look it up because I remember I was like, oh, God.
3: Right. I, I do remember somebody speaking out being like, no, I wasn't the person who took his virginity. It wasn't his girlfriend at the time, that young um, blonde girl. It was a woman who. It was a celebrity. No, this person. um She, I think she was like in the stables with him or something, or they, I know that they did it outside of a pub, which I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, this poor kid. You know what I mean? Like, how awkward.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. That is, it's just like women are just as deviant and, you know, I guess predatory as men can be.
3: Well, they've just been more secretive about it, right? Like, we're only hearing about it more now because we have the resources to have the information whereas before you know like you would hear about like a woman who was off or something but like not like how it is now it really is crazy Um, look you know
2: who it was it was elizabeth hurley she's the one that had to deny the rumors yes
3: oh my gosh wait and she was gorgeous and everybody like that's when elizabeth hurley and hugh grant were really on top and everybody was like oh my gosh she's like this british bombshell yes i remember she was like uh it wasn't me she's like don't drag me into this please Yes. And she was like, uh, I'm not the one. But yeah, you know what? I just, I loved this topic today, honey. And I'm so glad that you brought it to our attention because it is, you know, I don't recall, like I said, ever having this conversation with my parents. And and here's what I will say for them. My mom was 16, my dad was 21 when they got married. When you talk about your abuelo and abuela being 13 and and having that 20-year age difference and being in a campo, these were different life situations. God bless my parents. They're still together. Um, but that's a rarity, right? And now if you looked at it and you had a 16 and a 21-year-old, you would be side-eyeing that relationship for sure. Immediately, because you know what, Carolina, teens, girls and boys, they should only be
2: dating people their age, period. Like I'm not, I'm not even gonna entertain any other oh well you know he's 19 but he's a young 19. No I
3: have to agree with you on this one we are so in line we're so in tune with each other because I agree you're going through the same things in life that's what you have to connect on you you can't be connecting about the JV soccer team with a guy who's 26 years old and is working a sales job you know what I mean I'm sorry there's just like no way you're going to convince me of it
2: me either we agree 100% on this one, Carolina. I feel like this is one of the only episodes where me and Carolina are in sync, <laughs> ready to, we out for blood on the same I, people.
3: I will fight you. No, so you know what? Give us your thoughts. Follow us at L.I. Spanglish. We want to hear what you have to say about this. Have you ever had the conversation with your kids or did this ever happen to you? Let us know. I feel like this could be like an amazing round table with,
2: with fellow Latinas because I feel like a lot, a lot of Latinas were targeted by these older guys, especially Uptown, the Bronx, Brooklyn. Girl, Mm -hmm. we can go on forever about this. But yeah, no, definitely follow us. Hit us up on social media. Let's keep the conversation going. I'll talk some more about this. I like this topic.
3: For sure. And you can follow me at the Real Carolina. Hit me up on the gram. I am Honey German. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks.
2: Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network.